Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to be my friend, you had better go and get a pen. And maybe we could keep in touch, like they did in the old days, it wasn't so long ago. Oh, and I wish you well. Oh, sign your pen, pal. Pen, pal. We left it clean. We haven't God. done that in a while. It just, I wanted to feel it. I wanted it to shower over me. When we do this show live, yeah, we're going to make the audience do that acapella. Yeah. Like after, we'll come out and play it. Yeah. And we'll start the show, and one half of the audience will do the first, uh, uh, and then the other half of the audience will do the second one. Yeah. You know what I'd love to do right now, if we could? I would love it if, and a lot of things don't do that. You ever watch a TV show, like Friday Night Lights? Oh, yeah. Like that I intro? I watched the first season. That, oh, yeah. That's it? Yeah. You didn't watch all of it, uh-huh. all five seasons? No the fuck is wrong with you it's just it's waiting for me you gotta get into that i'm waiting on everyone it. who's still waiting on breaking bad what are you well, waiting that's on ridiculous what are you waiting on friday night lights came out in 2007 daniel vaniel mm-hmm. and that means nothing to you that means nothing I'm, to you i don't know i can't believe that a I, level I, I know of delicious good. drama do you have you you've checked the box on every show you should watch you've watched homeland homeland no, no. Home mail? Home mail? <laughs> home mail? That's a great You've show. got home mail. You watched Homeland? That's the original mail was home mail. Like there was voicemail, but before that was home mail. What's the other one? <laughs> the Amish sisterhood? Do you just mean mail? Yeah. <laughs> you mean just mail? Yeah, home mail. <laughs> I got to get home. I got some home mail that's waiting on me. You mean mail, right? You just mean mail? <laughs> What's the other one? The Amish sisterhood or whatever. That's not a show? Yeah. The Amish sisterhood? Uh, Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> I really couldn't think of it. <laughs> you know when you go like uh, rent a movie, you may, like like uh, 
back at like Blockbuster oh, and it'd be like, those are the best. Man. Oh, I'm going to rent Transformers. But then like there's one box like Transformers. Yes. And you like, yes. like, why do they, how do they make that based on going, all right, let's call it this and hope people accidentally remember. watch it. I don't remember what it was, but one of those did get me when I was a kid. I was like, it's in? It's yeah. here? Because remember... Dude. That's like Amish Sisterhood. Someone's like, oh, I, I tried to watch Handmaid's Tale, and I accidentally watched Amish Sisterhood. It's great. <laughs> it's it's dripping with drama. <laughs> so you have, have you watched that? Which one? Amish Sisterhood? Yeah, the or? Handmaid's Tale. I haven't, no. See, what the fuck are you yelling at me for? I, that just got started. Fair. We're talking 2007 it's... FNL. We're talking Kyle Chandler. We're talking Connie Riggs. Britton. Connie Britton. We're talking Taylor Kitsch. Best hair in the biz. We're talking Jesse Plemons. That's worth it right there. Jess? Jesse P? When you go, when you, (laughs) if you think of you watching Friday Night Lights, did, were you Crying? I was in tears. But were you like, this is the guy who's going to come out of this is fucking Landry? Never once. Never (laughs) once. Never once. And he's in the stratosphere. But he stepped it up. I mean, he was good on Friday Night Lights, but then he was like, you know what? Why am I holding back? And he just decided to Once he got the master, you were like... Oh, you are on a different you're, level. You're on, yeah. You're moving. You're moving. Yeah, you're moving. That's how it happens. Fargo. You seen Fargo though? Uh, the TV show? Yeah. No. Rory. What? What? I gotta watch everything. See, there we go. <laughs> there it is. We turned can we around. Do, can we? Anyways, can yeah, I? What I'm were gonna you go gonna back. Ask? To, my it's original fine. point is: yeah. Friday Night Light starts. There's the cold open, and right. then when they go into the intro, I love the intro and the song and everything about it so much that every commercial break, I just want the intro to play again. So I just want. I mean, I think people love our song so much. Can this be one of those episodes where we just play the theme song? Like when we come back again? from the break? No, like right now. Yeah. Can of we just we play can. the theme song again it's our right show. now? Just fire it up. I. I yeah. Right? Let's do it. Okay. If you want to be my friend, you had better go and get a pen. And maybe we could keep in touch like they did in the old right, Everybody on the right side. Everybody on the right, right side. Here we go. Everybody Just the right side. Oh, I got to hear more. I want to hear it from the left. Left side. Here we go. Left side. Yeah. Left side, strong side. Ah, oh, fuck. Now I'm ready. Acapella. I needed two of those. Acapella when we go live. You know, sometimes you just need one Advil, but sometimes you need two or three. And that was it for me right there. Ooh, that is a good... I'm, sometimes you need eight Advil, you know what I mean? But you're right, because <laughs> most of the time I'll go two, but when you go three, you need it. You need it. You, you don't you know go three. It. No one goes three casually. Mm-mm. I see some people go four, and it's like, you're you're dancing with fire. <laughs> you're a Dave Matthews band fire dancer right now, hey, going bef- four. Before we uh, start out today, I don't even know which one of this is going first. I just want to say thanks to a couple quick people. We don't have time to read uh, your letters, which, sorry. Uh, but we got a pe- uh, postcard. They're from- lengthy. We've been getting some lengthy letters. Kurzakstan, and I love it. So thank you, Danielle, for sending that to us. It's just so cool that somebody was like around the world was yeah. sending to the pals. I love that. And then uh, another one really quickly I just wanted to say was we got a letter. This was, I didn't get this until after the first leg of my tool, tour, my tool. Tool. But Erica, who's our pen pal, is in Houston and sent us four little Texas drink 
tokens Ooh, for like a brewery that. there. Yeah. And uh, she hopes that someday we come there together and do a live podcast. Maybe that'll happen. Where I, in Texas? In Houston. Oh, uh, we'll do it. Yeah. We'll do it. We'll be there. And so we're we going to hang on those. to these. And yeah. I uh, I thank you, Erica, for saying this. Uh, she, she came out to uh, my show when I did the first leg of my tour. That's where I started my, yeah. the whole tour. So thanks, Erica. I and I just want to say thank you to everybody who's come out to my live shows. And, Are you uh, meeting pals? Hasn't uh, brought me anything or anything like that. <laughs> like, that's awesome. No, I've met some people. You met I've some met pals? some listeners. We've taken a picture and chatted. In Charlotte, I met a couple that was uh, Tell these people, into Rory, it. to set to bring you a letter to the show. Guys, or- bring me a letter to the show. In fact, I'm going to be in Minneapolis this Friday, you know, October. 10,000 laughs? October 19th, 10,000 laughs. Uh, my show is Friday, October 19th. But look into that whole festival. It's a pretty great lineup. A lot of shows for two nights, two or three nights, I think. Go to the website, check it out. Nice. Um, should we dance over to corner, letter corner? Yeah. Let's go. Oh, you sprinted. Good God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen you run that fast. Well, we Why did, a, did you sprint? Because we did a lot of stuff up top. I wanted to run over here. And get to a letter. You're a f- Sometimes I do that at the gym. I'm like, You'll I'm sprint gonna, I'm to a... To the <laughs> drinking fountain. Not sprint, <laughs> but run. Don't you think it adds up? Please, from this point on, sprint from one machine to the next. <laughs> like, I think this guy's on a seven-yard distance. It's just why you can't even build speed because it's just no time, space. Have you? This is a pro-level way to work this in. Have you ever done a triathlon? No. See, I have. Have you ever done a triathlon? No, no, that's what I'm saying. You know, just common small talk. You well, guys I, ever do an Ironman? What I never knew until I did one was that. Uh, the time in between, they call it the transition, is yeah. bi- big to people. That's yeah. where you're like, man, that's where you lose most of your time. What, you go, lose- like getting out of the water to get on the bike? Yes. Is that the transition? Yeah. You start in the Tran- water. Uh, depends on which way you go. So the one here, I would. we should do it together. It's I would so love easy. to. But there's one at the Rose Bowl. It's a sprint, so yes. it's, it's mini. Yeah. And uh, you go, you run. Then you go from run to bike. Then you go from bike to swim. So I think that's backwards. At the aquatic center? Yeah, Ooh. yeah, and so you run around the Rose Bowl. That's like a five k. Then you bike three times around the Rose Bowl, so fifteen k. And then you do a down, back, down, swim, down, back, down, one hundred fifty meters. That's doable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, but people get. I never thought. I didn't even think about that until I'm like, where are you? Why are you guys so ups? Like <gasps> to their bike. I'm like, we just finished the run. Chill out. But the transition. <laughs> so it'd be funny to be at the gym and like really be on to your transition time. Yeah. From lats. I'm actually better at my squats. transitions than I am doing the <laughs> repetitions at each station. You're the guy at the triathlon who's just worried about the transition. These people are like, dude, it took you an hour to run a 5K. I'd be like, look at that fucking transition time. <laughs> look at his transition, though. He's at a 1.8 on his transition. <laughs> look right. how quickly he dries off. So yeah, dude, I've sprinted over here. I would love I'm working for on my have, transition. I would love it if people got out of the pool and like really dried off and then got on the bike. <laughs> a full dry like I don't care about transitions, man. Whoa! I'm just grabbing some letters willy nilly. All right, Good. you want to go first? Uh, no, you go. All right, I'll go. You ready? This one I really like because it's been done on a typewriter. It's been done on a. That's what I said. I it's been done. Doesn't it feel like you you were reading instructions during the war? Like, first off. We got a hashtag. Did you notice these? No. Hashtag FTPC. That's an old school throwback. <laughs> and then we got a hashtag Daniel Vaniel Canyon. This guy oh. more than he might have some some Dan and Rory tattoos. I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot on a typewriter of all things and a tiny piece of paper. This is old school. This is vintage fun letter writing right here. And it starts out with my name. And so it's really good. Oh, no no wonder you picked it. 
Dear Rory and Daniel, thanks for hosting a podcast about writing letters. They offer something that text or even FaceTiming cannot offer. A letter demands you to sit down and really think about what you want to say to someone, which I love. Mm -hmm. I mainly send letters to my girlfriend. We see each other all the time. But a letter allows me to tell her things where I really want to find the right words, whether it's reflecting on the early days of our relationship or telling her an old story to make her laugh. So I guess if I have a question for you two, it would be how do you communicate with people you care about? How does it compare to people you are meh about? I'm not firing off letters to people willy-nilly. I'm not even sending everyone well-thought-out texts. I think I spend the time to find the right words for people who deserve the effort. Your podcast deserves the effort. Keep making all us pen pals laugh and contemplate the important stuff, like golf and Cracker Barrel. I hope all is well. Always happy to see a new episode come out. Best regards, Arjun. P.S. Baking is my bolognese. What's your favorite pie? God, I love See, this. To me, that's two letters because that last question is its own. Whole the P.S. Thing. is its own whole, yeah, its own whole thing. You know what I really like about this? Do you this bake? Oh, what is I, that? <laughs> you don't know? No. So here's the deal. <laughs> you either bake or you don't bake. I don't know how you went with. How did you find a third option in Do You Bake? <laughs> Regret. Ah, Regret. Well, Lament. Mm. I lamented the question. The answer. <laughs> So my mom is an amazing baker, and okay. she has this recipe for crust that has no measurements. Yeah. You kind of feel it out. Yeah. And I want to learn to bake from her so much. Yeah. But you know when you go home to see your family, or even just like in general, you very rarely set aside a time to do like, well, we'll just do this one thing all night. Yeah. Because there's like either stuff you want to do or people you want to see or you travel, whatever. There's no time. And so it's like I really have to set up either my mom comes here and we spend three days baking. Yeah. Or I go there and do that. And so I would love to learn to bake. I want to know very badly how to make the crust that she can make and the pies because they're unreal. So the answer is short answer And what kind of pie is, would you put in there? What the short answer is no. But the long answer is I, I want to and I need to learn. Um, All right. So just to be clear, um, when I asked Daniel you if he backwards. bakes, he says he wants to. Yeah. Okay. You always work backwards. You notice that? Well, that P.S. just hits you right in the gut. I mean, what's your favorite pie? Get out of town. Okay. I'm probably... Fuck, man. Custard? Are you a cream guy? Are you like Banana chocolate? Cl- okay. my, these are my mom's best. Banana cream. It. Okay. Cherry. Cherry. Apple pumpkin. I, it's... Pie is my fucking jam. Are dude. you doing pecan or are you doing I'll sweet potato? Pecan, no, no, or are really. you doing That's pumpkin? That's far down the list. Pump- dude, I'll eat three pumpkin pies in a sitting. I know. I know. I've seen you do it. Yeah, At a very casual party where no one was doing that. <laughs> so you brought that pie just for you, Dan? Yeah, Dan, you guys eat whatever you want. Dan, that's a th- that's your third pie, bro. I'm <laughs> not kidding you, dude. I can eat three pumpkin pies as though it was a handful of chips. Yeah. Aren't you like a good hand blink. pie? Like one you can just hold in your hand and eat it Oof. and hold it in You the get crust. a chilled pumpkin pie, you can do that. Yeah, you can with the pumpkin because yeah. of the, con- the consistency. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, pecan, I, get out of town. Coconut cream, Wait, man. you say you don't like sweet potato or you don't like pecan? We don't, this is, don't, don't get made in, in my house. Pecan. Mm-mm. Uh, I, I'll eat one gladly. I yeah. love a good pecan. Pecan. But I, if, if you had to pick one... P- you know what? If I had to, no pick- one ever talks about pear pie. You ever know this at pear pie? Oh, it's probably a little bland. Yeah. I feel like. Like well, yeah. Uh... <laughs> well, there's <laughs> apple. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
<laughs> cherry. Well, yeah. My mom's cherry pie. If I had to go one. Cherry's, cherry's kind of a tar- little tart for me. You got to get some whipped cream on there, kind of dull it a little bit. What about you? Why? What is yours? I mean, dude, I'll watch a movie. Dude, I'll do a chess pie. I'll do a chess pie right now, dude. I'll do a key lime pie. Well, wait, a what? Chess pie? Never heard those two words put together in my life. All right, let's Hold move on. Hold on, what is a chess pie? Um, Dear Rory, it's like what a, is a chess pie? <laughs> it's like Sincerely, a custard, custardy pie. That's chess. Uh, C-H-E-S-S. Like the game. Yeah, because I think it's the, kind of a, the top of it kind of looks like a chess board. Oh, the way you're actually, supposed to lay it out? Actually, but I don't think that's why it's called a chess pie. I think it's actually called a chess pie because once you made it, you put it into a like a chess cabinet. Mm-mm. And I think I'm sort of right. I know that I'm not 100% right what I'm saying. that you said I didn't bring my computer today. I won't even need it. And I won't even need it. And right now, you would be <laughs> so hardcore looking up chess pie if you had your computer. <laughs> you know you would. Of course. I want to answer it specifically. And I would act like I didn't look it up so that it looks like I was just like, Dear oh, Pen dude, Pals. Chess Pie, you mean from 1901 where they... Let's both agree to not look it up. Dear Pen Pals, what is a chess pie? Yeah. We don't. We, we probably won't read that letter, but we'll know. Nah, that, leave it on the iTunes reviews when you download the episode because you're so hardcore and cool as shit and you just rate and review and you share. You know the deal. A chess pie. All right. I, I'm, I'm invested in this. Yeah. Because you love it. I'll check yeah. it out. Yeah, yeah. You would love it. Dude, I watch a movie. If Boston pie, Cream Pie? Never had one. You ever go with? A, you ever fuck with a French silk? <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course. You've never had Boston cream pie. Mm-mm. The fuck is wrong with you? I don't even know what that you? is. Wow, because neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> do you really not? <laughs> it's also like a custard. But I think custard-y. I'm a custard guy. Yeah, you. I are. love the custard. I love a good cream custard. Bad times at the El Royale. There's a spinning pie case in the, the okay. movie. So that and that's kind of the. That so you just ruined the movie for a lot of people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm I watched it before it became like it played any role in the movie at all. I, I was like, look at that fucking vibe. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it, man. I people love... could hear you in the theater. Look at those fucking pies. I was like, hey, bro, come down. They'll get to it, dude. Relax. Yeah, they'll get to. They'll establish it. Obviously, it's there for a reason. It's not just ambiance. Okay. All right. Chatting with people, communication. Mm-hmm. I think it's hard to tell people how you truly feel. I think it's genuinely hard. I don't see my family very often. I was just home for my sister's wedding. And you kind of want to open up to certain family members and really have a conversation. But I'll yeah. tell you what, face-to-face is no joke. It's so, tough. It's, it's hard tough cult to do. to get into. It's very difficult. Yep. It's hard to, like, really say what you want to say to some people if you also don't have a foundation of solid communication. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, even... In what uh, Arjun's saying here in this letter, like even being like, oh, it's sitting down and writing a letter, I totally agree with. I feel like sometimes I will sit and give my wife a birthday card or a card for something. Yeah. Sometimes randomly. And I feel like I can say so much more. Uh, I can make my point so much better mm-hmm. sitting and writing it out and saying something than saying it. When you go like, to write that heartfelt anniversary card or birthday card, yeah. do you free will it or yeah. do you prep your free will me too i just go yeah me too. i just let it go yeah and sometimes i get to the end of it and i was like yeah b minus this isn't a great card now you've been w- with your wife for so long have Jesus, you ever you don't gotta say it like that i mean so long have you ever had to write a breakup letter to her to anybody mm, as an adult like i don't think a, i don't think as an adult yeah i don't think so there i wrote one once and i had our friend andy peters like I, he read it before I sent it, and he goes, Andy goes, yeah, man, 
Fuck, dude, it's it it must suck dating a writer. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's not a great Andy Peters, well, but that's not a bad. It's hard Andy to Peters. do a calm one because it's high. It's, you know what? You guys come in here and you're, you're fucking mean to me, and, and you say all this shit, and you and you know what? Fuck you guys. Fuck you, Rory. Fuck you, Dan. I have to just side note what Dan's talking about here, and I'll say it very quickly. We're at Moon Tower Comedy Festival <laughs> in Austin, Texas. It was me, Dan, Adam, Kate, and Holland, and John, John Dor, and we were waiting for Andy Peters to join us at a bar and right before he got there we all decided that if you were going to talk to Andy you had to be physically touching him if you were going to talk to him the first one was don't talk to him at all or you you had to buy beers yeah don't don't talk to him at all no matter what and the second one was that you had to touch him to talk to him and Andy showed up, and we were all trying to see the most awkward place you could touch him but we didn't know that he was super high and he was super high and he did not catch on for a long time, and I think Adam lost because yeah, Adam, Adam like raises in. Adam goes, "I lost. I owe you guys around the beers." <laughs> and then Andy was like, "What's going on?" And we explained it to him, and he stormed off into the night. I didn't love and him. I yelled at him. I yelled at him for getting mad about the game, <laughs> and, I, and we love him. But I had him read this letter, Rory, and he was like, "You know what? Like that must suck to date a writer because I you you can put it really well, yeah, to get some." Very like needle things in yeah, there. Yeah, some things you've you've held on to. But I think to go back to this, so that to me, like that came up when you're like, oh well, most of the time it is out of sadness that people really write their feelings down. Yeah. But then also you reminded me that like anniversaries and birthdays are like another really good time to do that. I guess it's kind of when your emotions are at an extreme. I would say that I'm not great at just opening up to people. I surprise myself sometimes. Sometimes I am able to. I think you've gotten more open in the past few years. I think I think my daughter has helped me with that because I make a point to really like make eye contact with her and really say how I feel because I genuinely believe now that if this becomes a regular thing, then as adults, when it's more awkward, and teenagers, when she's a teenager, when it's more awkward and more difficult to look someone in the eye and say I love you or say argue or apologize, you know, yeah, there's things that are difficult. Uh, There's a part of me that's like if that's kind of the norm now, then maybe that won't be a thing later. It'll just be like, oh, yeah, we can sit down and – lock eyes and have a conversation and know that that's what we've done forever so mm-hmm. it won't feel weird yeah and then maybe hopefully she won't have that weirdness with other people either that's because people that can look you in the eye and have like a solid conversation you can usually do that with like your closest friends like there are people that i meet and talk to and i have a conversation and some people i just can't look in the eyes and, uh-huh. it, and i'm not even intimidated they're just something and they're not and they're not disgusting looking people <laughs> but for some reason i just cannot lock eyes with them yeah. and just have a conversation i don't know what that is um but yeah, it's, it, it, it is hard to do, and I think I'm doing a better job of it because of because of her, and yeah. because I'm like, it, I guess in a way it's kind of practicing, you know? Yeah. Looking 100%. each other in the eyes and saying like a, a deep emotional thing, that's something I think you have to practice and work at. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's easier to do in a letter, but I think a letter is a great way to do it, because his main question was how do you communicate with people you care about, and how does that compare to people you are meh about? I mean, the people that I'm mad about, it's kind of... I just don't communicate with. Yeah, you either don't communicate with or if you, you don't hate them, but you see them and you don't have strong feelings. Right. And it's it's kind of strange. It's almost easier to communicate with them because you don't... There's no stakes. Because there's no stakes. You're not trying to say anything. Right. And you're not trying... I mean, literally, the people who are, like, right down the middle, 
Not because if you're mad at them, you're probably not talking to them. Right. But are there people that you're just kind of like see a lot and they're you just you maybe you don't turn them on and they don't turn you on? It's almost easier to talk to them for like an hour <laughs> because they're like <laughs> You're like, oh, I can tell you yeah, anything. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't uh for me it's like you know the amount of times that I'll if I care about this person or I care about this conversation and it's like started it got into like a real discussion via text. The amount of times I've called someone to be like, we're just going to have this conversation on the phone. Yeah. I cannot, I cannot have a like meaningful or deep or substantial conversation, whether positive or negative, with someone via text. Yeah. Like I'm like, I, enough of this. It's hard. Right. It's hard to do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But then I found in some like <clears throat> friendships and past relationships where I was like, oh, this person communicates better via text because they are you are forced to respond if we're in a room and i say something that elicits a response but you don't feel like saying anything you can just not answer me or use your body language or like give me a look yeah but via text that person is kind of like forced to like Re- say something, something back yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah 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 and so in some ways i was like oh this might work better for them but for me personally i'm always you know we joke so much about face to face which is not a fucking joke yeah but that is a lot of how I operate of like, well, just tell me. Yeah. But that's yeah. again, that's with people that it matters. Yeah. I don't think I've that's how I, that's why I thought of the breakup letter. Like I don't think I've outside of like cards or like anniversary cards or birthday cards or something like that, that I've written like a letter to somebody that wasn't negative. Yeah. You know, for some reason, uh when I got older, I think even when I was like not that long ago, my grandfather passed away in two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, after I started doing stand-up in 2004, that little gap in there, around like 2006 maybe, I just felt this need to like start writing him cards saying like a lot and really? how like uh, like how great I thought he was. And I don't know what that where that came from or what it was, but there was a part of me that's like, yeah, he's getting older and I kind of don't want to, you know, all people are always like say, like, say it now. You know, because if you right. don't say it and then they're gone and you can never say it, that is so that so with him, I would write these letters. It wasn't even I would say the way that I talked in the letter uh, to him and my grandmother, I kind of write them both. Sure. Isn't even how I would talk to them or things I would say to them face to face. Like, it's almost like I wrote this letter and then when I saw them the next time, we'd almost still have the same relationship where I felt like, oh, yeah, I don't I can't. It's harder for me to just like open up. Yeah. Uh, open up and just talk like that. I find that, like, to be the case a lot of times. There's people you want to, like, just open up to and chat with, and you don't. And I and I have it in my mind all the time, like, you know, if there's family or friends that you don't see a lot, it's like, say it. Say it now. And that's not easy to do. People always give you that advice. They always say, uh, you know, especially after a tragedy. They'll be right. like, call somebody. Call call, call now. Say you love you. I love you because right. you don't know. Right. That's still hard to do. Even knowing the stakes might be that you'll never get to say it. Yeah. It's still hard to say it. You know what I mean? I think that because when you go to write a letter, you have to fulfill the purpose for which you're doing it. Whereas when you're with a person. You mean like why you wrote a letter at all? (laughs) Right. Yeah. Whereas with you with the person, like, all right, I'm hanging out with Rory today. 
uh, I miss this dude. I want to like tell him I love him. But then we get there and we just hit golf balls or we talk about <laughs> that person's hat walking by. Right, yeah, and yeah. so it kind of it ends up being more about the moment than whatever the intent was. Yeah. Which and, I think is actually special. I agree completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm just saying you don't nece- you're not necessarily guaranteed to accomplish what you set up to do because you, you you're having an interaction. Yeah. There's no interaction in a letter, it's an action. Yeah. So if you sit down to write a letter to say to your grandparent Hey, just I, this is what's going on with me. I love you. Yeah. Or you sit down to write your girlfriend or your boyfriend. You know, these past five years have been great. Or you sit down to write somebody and be like, "You really hurt me." Yeah. Or yeah. I miss you. Yeah. You have to accomplish that. Yeah. Otherwise, you didn't write the fucking letter. Exactly. So yeah, it yeah. kind of does make you fulfill whatever that thing is. It's almost like you have to. Yeah. You're saying you started something, so you have to finish it. Right. Or you Whereas, end up writing like, a letter hanging about out, Hanging out, whether you say something emotional or high stakes or not, to someone you either care about or are mad at, it doesn't totally matter because you're in the same space. Right. So that is almost like the talking. That's almost like the communication. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, uh, yeah, I think there's something. <laughs> there's something to that. There's something to just spending time together that is like saying those things. I, I feel like there's a lot of things that um, that I would love to say to family members and open up and say, hey, I feel this way or I'm mad about this or I think really? this. And I never fucking do it when I get the opportunity. And I don't get the opportunity a lot. And I right. never, ever do it. And you just wonder, will you regret that you didn't say it? People say that you will, but I, I still wonder. I think I think some people who have the opportunity to say something and never say it, yeah. don't because there's a part of them that thinks they won't regret that they didn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's the people who always say, like, ah, if I just had one more day, if I had one more day, I would have said blah, blah, blah. And it's always the people who are like, I don't think I'll feel that way. Those are the people who mm-hmm. later go, if I just had one more day. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to do. Yeah, I write a letter if you have something you want to say to somebody. Yeah. You, it's a you, great start. If you write the letter, you'll have done it. Yeah. If you don't ever write the letter, then it's not going to happen. Yeah. But if you write that letter, you're going to say it. But I think Arjun, Arjun I, I like this. I like that not only he... Uh, I like that he sends letters to his girlfriend. Yeah. That's a, that's a very true way for him to be able to communicate a message with her that he wants to say that he feels like doesn't come across through yeah. interaction. I think it's great, especially because they see each other all the time, and yet mm-hmm. still... And clearly, just the way that this is like typed out on this great piece of paper, like yeah, I mean, this makes the, me want to like how it starts. Yeah, it starts so beautifully, and like this is mm, what I want to mm-hmm. like. Uh, this makes me want to go to a, like a stationary store. Stationary, but <laughs> is it because it's motionless? Or <laughs> makes me want to go there and buy pages this size yeah. and like buy a typewriter. <laughs> this makes me want to buy a typewriter and just start writing letters <sighs> to people. You know what, Arjun, you might have changed me. Through the concept of my own podcast. <laughs> hey, it's their podcast. Yeah, I guess you're you're we teaching me you're it. teaching me how to how to write letters. Um, I love this. I think this is great. I love that they do that. I think I think writing a letter is a great start. But you know, nothing nothing is harder or above an F two F. Nothing, Mm-mm. nothing at all. And that's the number two. I want to be very clear. People oh, yeah, that are writing yeah, yeah. FTF, wrong. Right, F two F. Yeah. Only we are allowed to mistakenly write FTF. And you need to, <laughs> if you've already written us, well, we might get to it, we might not, but you need to rewrite us and you need to put in the subject heading F2S, F2FRRGT. GT. That's right. Application. And then we'll know if you're applying for that. Arjun, thanks so much, man. This yeah, is man. a great, great letter and great, like, we couldn't even ponder everything 
in the time that we have here. Just talking about communication and letter writing, it's it's everything. I love I love that you wrote this. Thank you so much. Um, sincerely, your pen pals, mm-hmm. Rory Scovel and Daniel Van Kirk. last time you did something just for you discover your summer essentials with fat fit fun the best subscription box service delivering full-size self-care and wellness products delivered straight to your door their experts carefully pick from top trending products for you to personalize your own box of happiness just choose your plan and get ready for the best in home fashion beauty wellness and so much more so whether it's the perfect beach blanket a handy wine chiller, or aloe vera gel, FabFitFun has you covered for all of your fun in the sun needs. You'll get to choose some of the products to go in your box while the rest are a surprise. Plus, you can access other perks like flash sales and new items up to 70% off. FabFitFun is more than just an incredible value. It's me time in a box. All about the brands you love, the brands you will love, and doing something that's just for you. Visit fabfitfun.com for 50% off your first box while supplies last when you use code TALKSHOW. That's fabfitfun.com, code TALKSHOW. Hey, do you miss traveling with your besties like in Girls Trip? Do you miss going to huge family gatherings like in Soul Food? Do you miss meeting the parents like in Get Out? Well, actually, no one misses that. But you can still do all of these things with me, Desmond Thorne, on my podcast, Adventures in Black Cinema. Each week, I take you on a journey through a new black film, how it relates to the culture, and sometimes how the themes relate to my own life. So there's always a little tea and a slight bit of embarrassment. And of course, as a filmmaker myself and one of the blackest, film nerdiest film nerds like ever, you're always in good hands. Adventures in Black Cinema with Desmond Thorne, executive produced by Amanda Seals. New episodes every Tuesday on all major podcast platforms. Hello, pen pals. Boom! We're back. We're back. Did you want to do the theme song then, too? No. Okay. But two felt really good. I know, it did. There might be an episode not too far down the road where we do it like five times. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's our theme song podcast. We just play it. Well, we won that trophy. We won that first place for the best uh, theme song. There was a thing I saw that somebody said, uh, like, what is your favorite podcast theme songs? And I'm like, well, we obviously, we don't have enough pen pals yet because we weren't even mentioned. Oh, what? Yeah. That's insane. And you know, the only thing is, you know, when you're so good at something Patrick like... Patrick Keenan from The Winter Sounds would be irate. Right. When you're so when you're so good at something like we are about ha- like having a theme song, that's yeah. what I'm saying we're good at. Yeah. Um, that's that's the only thing this podcast is good for. God, again, I wish the listener could watch you try and put on a sweatshirt while having headphones. <laughs> I did it. I did it pretty well. <laughs> um, the uh, I was like, oh, the only reason we're not on this list is because this person hasn't heard it. Yeah, that's the only reason. That's the only not. reason because otherwise we're number one in the in the world. In in the break, uh, when we were reading our ads, I was also trying to figure out what I forgot. Now I remember we we ha- we got the results from 
Daniel Vaniel Canyon poll. Oh my god, it is monstrous. Did you see him? Of course you, I did. I think it was Slaughterhouse. like 82%, which who, means there's 18% of people out there who get it. Who are morons. <laughs> who are just morons filled with no fun in their life. It was on t- I don't Instagram. like it. Get out of here. Twitter 18%. Was the same. I, I'll be honest with you. I was surprised among the amount of people who agree that like it doesn't need to come up that much. <laughs> Those 18% have just driven me to say it more. Somebody in a letter called you Rory Scory once, and I was like, I, I appreciate the effort, but it's not there yet. It's not the same as Daniel Van Canyon, but I don't hate Rory Scory. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate Daniel Van Canyon. I don't either. hate Rory Scory. <laughs> I will say I agree with the listeners that there is a certain like uh, je ne sais quoi to, yeah. to when I make a good point and you go, Daniel Van like when, uh, remember bat. when uh, our pen pal wanted to find out if a man and woman could be friends even though they're attracted yes. to each other? Yes. And I was like, she's attracted to the person in the car. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I also. That was brilliant detective work. <laughs> I also want to say, uh, what if somebody gave us a case someday? Help me solve this case. Oh, God. I that'd know. be fun. I know. Any Here detectives the out there just sitting around, send us that case. That's the other thing, too. I want to remind people, like, we had so much fun doing the uh, Hole in the Ground st- Styrofoam Cup Gang. Yeah. That, like, if you got, tell us a story, too. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we love being like, hey, here's what I'm going through, and we're happy to yeah. talk to that. We're friends. Ghost but, stories, too. Ghost well, story. Hit us up with some ghost stories. You, how did you know? We're in the thick of October. Give us some of those ghost stories. I've got something about ghosts. But before I do that, I wanted to say thank you to Diana. She included her handle too, but I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't feel comfortable reading it. Yeah. Um but anyway, she uh she sent me I talked about on our friend Doug Benson's podcast about how I love the Batman cards. Yeah. Did you like this movie? I loved it. It was Dude, my life. When I saw the Remember the beginning when it's like going through the caves? Through the it logo. looks like caves, but it's then it the pulls logo. back up the logo. I remember where I was sitting in the movie theater when I was like, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> This movie was big. This was probably my my first big blockbuster. Thousand percent. Like thousand percent. Big that was our Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great way to put it. Absolutely. Anyway, I collected those cards and I meant I remembered I had one called Bruised But Not Beaten. And so I gave away an unopened pack of Batman cards at a Douglas movies. And I said, if Bruised But Not Beaten is in here, it's the only card I remember. You have to give it back to me. Oh no. Uh, way. It wasn't in there. Uh so, and then I watched somebody eat the gum. Yeah. <laughs> but some but uh, the Diana just sent us. A, a pen pal letter, which we might read it some of the time. disgusting. And sent me the bruised but not beaten card. Yeah. Dude. And it's like, it's like untouched. Yeah. And you were, you were lamenting the fact that it, it says bruised but not beaten. How did they not go with bruised but not beaten? <laughs> Such a missed opportunity. Oh, I loved this. To the letters? Yeah. Let's, to the letters. Let's skip over. Why did you sprint again? Why did you sprint again? It's transition time, dude. Good God. You, I mean, that one, you're at 1.3. You should have seen me. You're already improving. Parked here today. God. Ran to the building. Very impressed. You ever think about Michael Keaton really quick and be like, uh, he was a comic. Yeah. And then, like, I think about him all the and time. And then became Batman. Michael Keaton, huge inspiration. Rory, what if you. You know what? Go super dramatic. Dean. Movie by Dimitri yeah, Martin. I just thought of Dean while I was talking for some reason, too. Why did I do that? Because it was a dramatic movie you were in? Yeah, dramatic. Okay. Um, Dean, uh, the when it was out in theaters, and uh, a group of us uh, friends were going to see it. You remember this? I, yes. So uh, pulling up to that restaurant, 
I drop Jordan off, and I'm uh, just going to valet. Uh-huh. And then in front of me, Uber, out gets Michael Keaton. We lock eyes, I, and I like eventually park. And when I get in, I was like, I'm going to go over and just tell him, you're a huge inspiration, and tonight I'm going to sit in a movie theater to see myself on screen for the yeah. first time ever. And I didn't go uh-uh. do that, and instead I wrote him a letter. <laughs> it's you now. I'm about to read your letter. This comes from... Dear Daniel and Rory, damn it, why didn't I write it that way? I'm reading it. I'm reading what you wrote. (laughs) Ah, ah, It's typewriter. I can't go back. Dude, I remember Michael Keaton as advertised, too. You're like, you just look like a cool motherfucker. Absolutely. Because he walked in and found his table and sat down. You walked in literally two seconds later. I go, dude, Michael Keaton just went to you. Yeah, Yeah. I just parked behind We locked eyes. We locked eyes. Uh, You know why I didn't go over his table to say anything? Because it would have shattered me mm-hmm. if he was like, hey, man, I'm trying to have dinner. And I would have been like, you're, you're it, right. Because you would be right. Right. And I'd be like, oh, my God, now you think this of me. Even though he's thinking nothing of me ever. Yeah. In my head, I would have been like, ah, oh, shit. You know who else was there that King night? King of the forest, and I'm over here bothering him during his bolognese. <laughs> it is. Fran Drescher was in the restaurant that night, too. The nanny. And then me. Both <laughs> man, of them? The, both three, the three biggest people in Hollywood. <laughs> I mean, it's true. <laughs> Oh, both of them? We got two empty seats in the room right now. They're both open invites, Michael Keaton and Fran Drescher. Forever. Open invite. Oh. Hashtag open invite. MK. Hey. FD. Can we make <laughs> Michael MK Keaton FD. our white whale? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. All right, here we go. I have a letter. God, if we ever got Michael Keaton. I'm going to now work on this. Also, if anyone knows Michael Keaton, kind of help us out. Yeah. Vouch. Here we go. Tell him we're starting a cult. He'll love that as an opener. Yes. Okay. Dear... I'm going to be honest here. Is M-E-S-S-R-S period messengers? I don't even know what you just said. I can't spell that quickly. Dear, dear... Let me Remy jog over to you. I ran back to my spot. I don't know. I don't know either. What is it? I like that they think Kirk starts with a C, though. Dude. We'll get that coming up. Okay. Okay. Dear Scoville and Vaniel Canyon, the amount of people... Who have written on Instagram and Twitter, Daniel Van Cano with a C. I'm like, what? on what level, what's the scope of you paying attention? <laughs> <laughs> it's so clearly a K. Kirk. <laughs> Guys, Kirk. It comes from Kirk with a, with a K. And do they do you see a lot of Kirks with C's? Cirque. Maybe they That's think Cirque. you've altered it so much that they're like, it's Daniel. The Daniel Van Cano is DVC. If they Daniel write a Van C, Kirk is K. If they write a C, um, if they write a C, it's uh, they're basically saying Daniel Vaniel Samuel, and right. that's how it's going to be from now on. If they Don't, write a C, I would, yeah, okay, yeah. We were yeah, just informed yeah. that yeah. it means Mister, plural, plural of Mister. That's great. There's two things I feel about that. God, that's One, great. <laughs> I'm kind of disappointed in myself for not knowing. Two, I'm so happy you also didn't know. Yeah, it's like when I stood up in front of a class in college and said the Marine Corps. <laughs> <laughs> I'd never seen it written out before. I didn't know that it, that's core. Are you okay? I wish that I said God, it so I confidently. <laughs> I was in a scene, and that was the scene where I, the, the character was like, Look, I was in the Marine Corps. <laughs> and everyone's like, No, you Whoa, weren't. The, 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 Ted, yeah, no, you weren't. Yeah, dude. You were not. My acting teacher, Ted Hurl, was like, Whoa, hold on. We're just going to step down yeah. for a sec. That's core. That's going to be core, bud. That's core. <laughs> Everyone knows infants know that. I didn't. All right, here we go. Okay. 
Dear Misters Scoville and Van Sanu- Vaniel Saniel, Firstly, love the podcast and both of your comedic stylings. Thank you. However, it is October. It is October. And we really need to discuss ghosts. Firstly, do you believe in them? And have you had any experience that made you believe slash not believe? Second, I must admit, I don't get why everyone is so afraid of ghosts in the first place. Virtually every ghost story culminates with, quote, I heard footsteps or, quote, I saw a person that disappeared. So what the fuck? Ghosts rarely seem to be hurting people. Just uh, just existing and people get super bent out of shape about it. Seems- I like rarely was put in there. I know. Rarely. Once so is there, enough. Are, there's, some, are, there's some documented. <laughs> some Amityville shit. Seems pretty intolerant to me. I love that this person's like, we need tolerance for ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) I am personally of the belief that ghosts exist, but are probably a bunch of regular guys and gals just occupying a different plane than me and looking to have a good time like the rest of us. Rip roaring. Rip roaring good time. We're all just doing our best, you know? I guess that means ghosts included. Hope to hear you noodle on this on the show Dave, P.S., come to Houston. I was just there, Dave. And in our first letter, we talked about that. Yeah. We might come there together. Rory, I'm sure we'll come there eventually. Guys, get on the websites. See those tour dates. Yes. Don't be afraid of that. Yeah. Do not be afraid of that. Yeah. Uh, That reminds me, by the way. Go to DanielVanKirk.com because I want to be all over the West Coast and like... Two weeks, and I'm probably coming to a city near you. Daniel Van Kirk. Yeah, don't bring it up after the fact. Okay, so, ghosts, Rory. I believe in them. You do? I think. As like a... I don't know, do I? I don't know. It's okay to be murky on it. There's nothing I love more than a ghost story that, like, gets me. Mm-hmm. That like gets under my skin. I went through a time in high school. Where we would. Sit, I don't know why. All we all knew ghost stories that we like. You know, a million happened to people. Yeah, who just scared the shit out of each other. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's like the best time to tell it. And then you like you know you're not doing that anymore. You're not around the same. You know, you're just not. I don't know what it is. As you get older, you're just not getting deep into. Well, ghost we were in that stories. house in Healdsburg. I wish we had told ghost stories. I know. It started a fire and done that. Yeah, sitting around a campfire is the best because you cannot see. That far around you right. in the woods, which makes it you feel so exposed. Right. You know, for some reason, you think getting under your covers is a safe place. <laughs> you know what I mean? It feels in the safe. woods, you couldn't be further Swallowing. from under the covers. You're no. just like out in the open. It's terrifying. I was in that room with Ryan Singer, and we were like under the house. Yeah. And it was like a. It was like a. It was almost like a like a boat window. It looked like you know. Yeah. And I go, yeah, this is the this is the room where people got killed first. And Rory was like, no, don't do that to me, brother. Ryan said, yeah. <laughs> don't right. do that don't to do me, that to me right now, brother. I can't. This is too late at night and a house I'm not comfortable in. <laughs> and so he was like, I was just, I was certain this place was haunted. Do you believe in ghosts? I will say I do agree that it's like, you know, I don't think ghosts are killing anyone or scaring anyone. I think ghosts, if ghosts are a thing and it's souls or people right. existing on a different planet, whatever it is. I'm certain it's harmless. Well, I'm certain maybe of not that. always. So I, I mean, I, what's like? Has someone ever been murdered by a ghost? I don't know. Well, look it up, dude. We, <laughs> you need to look that up. <laughs> How would you know? I don't know. I would. This is where I s- sign up for ghosts. Energy. Okay. okay. Which which Dave touches on in here. 
uh, Dave, I can't wait to see you in Houston. Um, that I believe that we are we are our energy. Yeah. And maybe if you do die in a traumatic enough way that fucks up your energy, that it gets trapped. Yeah. It doesn't kind of disperse into the world in a when right way. When you die. Yeah. It just doesn't ex- it doesn't get to where it's supposed to go. Yeah, or just kind of get out evenly and just kind of soak into the fucking world and it the just, energy. It just stays around. It, yeah, because it's too, maybe it's traumatic. Like someone that doesn't get that the party's over. Right. Yeah. And so I think that that's make, maybe lights being turned off or like running around or like knocking things off. But I don't think that there's ghosts showing up being like Ebenezer Scrooge style to tell you like, here's what you need to think about, man. Like, yeah. I don't think, like, or like giving a blowjob like Dan Aykroyd in Ghostbusters. <laughs> so <laughs> strange. I know. <laughs> That was like that was written in there, written in there, and then and then shot. Ray gets a blowjob <laughs> from a ghost, and how do you think he that was written? Loves it, right? You know how sometimes when you write something you're like we see this for a while, like with somebody like then Ray gets a blowjob, we'll just show it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Okay, yeah, and then we'll just show him get a blowjob. Okay, does this match the tone of the rest of the movie? No, it's ghost porn. Now on Dumb People Town, I, we've done stories of people who claim to be having sex with ghosts. Never heard of that show. Dumb people town. Mm-mm. Okay. Okay. Um, so, I I don't sign up for any of that. But they having sex with them. Yeah, the people. But you you sex sign up ghosts. that they exist. I think there's energies out there. But I'd, I would love it if someone was just in like just a sheet with like two holes. Did you see ghost story? having sex with someone? They're like, I'm having sex with a ghost. And I'm like, Yeah, you sure are. <laughs> <laughs> So clearly, just someone where you're, you're <laughs> cool with this, right? Oh yeah, I'm I'm you're, enthusiastically you're, consented. You're cool to, this to have sex. sex with a ghost. Yeah, I sure am. Sure All right, here, right we here we go. I don't know why it's a husky Southern guy. <laughs> You're right. Well, I'm a ghost. Here we Wouldn't go. it be though? That's the other thing too. I, some comic does this bit, so I, I would get credit if I know. But trust me, it's not mine. Uh, uh, I didn't think of it. But like, why is every ghost in old timey clothes? <laughs> Even the Sklars do a bit about like a hipster ghost who yeah, just like yeah. goes through your records like boo. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great bit. I've never heard of them, but they sound like a fun team, <laughs> fun comedic group. So, <laughs> but I don't think that there's like a ghost who's like get the fuck out of this house. Like yeah. you, you, that you little kid, come with me, old man. You're you're yeah. you're gonna die first t- few months of being. You know, here. all you need is to see like look up at a house and be like, oh man, look at that old house, and see a figure in the window. And then be like, oh, who lives there? And someone goes, no one's lived there for 300 years. Right. And you're like, all right, well, whether that ghost murders people or not, I'm not going in there That's my question at for all. you. I ask this of myself all the time. When do you move out? Oh, what, my house is haunted? What's the move out moment? Is it the... Is there? Can't Palo Santo just clear the... The spirits. Can't you just light some Palo Santo <laughs> and clean some sage? Some sage. Just clear the house. Mine is as soon as the kids out of the bed, we're out. Wait, as soon as the kid, you is know, out they'll of the walk bed. in and be like, "Oh, our kids on the ceiling." Oh, or like, okay, uh, so you're okay, so you, <laughs> you're you're saying what the is the incident on the <laughs> what's the incident, Rory? <laughs> like, that you're like, right. we're moving. I don't care. I don't care. Well, we're taking a loss on this. Honestly, just hearing a door close Shut in any up. room, I'm like, all right, I'm not. I'm not here for this. Like, the TV turns on by itself. I'll be like, all right, that's a quirk. <laughs> no, that's quirky? Yeah. That's quirky when the TV turns on by itself. More of a queak. That's queaky. 
What happened? What are you so afraid of? I went in the kitchen and clearly a maid from a hundred years ago was just hanging in the pantry, dead. <sighs> well, we need honey, paper towels. That's just a quirk. <laughs> Dude, I'd be out on that hey, one look, too. Look, it's a quirky house. It is a quirky house. I think if I saw a figure at the top of the stairs, we'd be out. That might be. That's definitely. I'm trying to think of the smallest thing where I'm the definitely smallest leaving. thing where you didn't get hurt. But right. it freaked you out enough. Because in the movie, you're always like, leave this house. Well, in the movie, they're always like evil and aggressive and can make contact with you. That's what I'm saying. We should write is a comedy there, where the is ghost like, is a buddy. Is someone like, I was at a house and a door closed. Like, okay, but were you in a house and a ghost punched you? Like, if you, I was in a house and a ghost stabbed That's me. That's people are like, oh, something just brushed me. That's and, what I wonder. Like, what is the contact? Are people making con- physical contact with a ghost? I'm trying to think. I mean, it's enough for you to be in bed and there's, you know, you know, two dead twin boys yeah. just in your room. We'll right. call the Sklars. They're just in your room. Yeah. You're like, I can't live here with you guys. And they can't hear you. They're just in that room. You're like, I can't saying. be here with you. But now if you told me that they could also physically harm me, like, right. what are the rules? Can they? I don't know. Can ghosts hurt people? So you have no personal ghost experience. I don't think so. I don't think I do either. I mean, going back to our our last or two ago, whatever it was, the sleep paralysis one. See, like, that's the closest I've been to thinking there was some type of a ghost. But I was also in a debatable dream state where I was like, I don't know if That's the other thing. Some people happening. say that, like, like after someone passes away, yeah. people claim to have super vivid dreams where that person, like, visits them and says goodbye. Yeah. And they're like, was that their ghost? Like, I kind of believe in that more. Really? I believe in, I believe, I think I, I could sign on to reincarnation more than probably most, most things. And not necessarily reincarnation like humans becoming other animals or, right. or whatever. But like, I could believe in multiple lives type of existence more than probably most theories of the afterlife. Yeah, I think, it, strangely to me, it just makes the most sense. Like, in my head, I'm like, oh, I could see us living multiple lives or nothing happens at all. And you just, you're dead. I wonder if you get an option. God, wouldn't that be fun? You know what I always thought? Wouldn't it be fun if, like, when you died, you could just almost play life and earth like it was a game where you could just pick a person and just decide to be them for, like, you know what I mean? You could be like, I just kind of want to be a cowboy. (laughs) And you could just go do it for as long as you want to do it. Yeah. But and then, that was just like like the treat of death. But not everybody like, would get that option. Obviously, and you could fly as far into the universe. Like you could truly just explore every element of things that exist. I asked you this earlier. We were talking about something else. Have, so have you seen Ghost Story? No, I don't know what that is. Casey Affleck. Uh, tr- uh, I know that might be too much for some people. I understand. I, I get that and I understand it. Uh, but it's a very interesting film. Okay, is uh, it new? Uh, it came out like a year and a half ago. Okay, 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 yeah. okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Be very interested to hear. So it's available, it's streaming. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, we'll wrap this up. Me on ghosts. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't know that they all need to be scary. I, I guess I, the most, the closest I think I sign up for energy, and I think sometimes if something leaves traumatic, it was also probably violent. I like the tone of this letter. So yeah, I do too. So that's why I think you get some of your hauntings because the energy left is a violent energy and so it's like knocking things slamming over, doors knocking stuff. things over yeah 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 if it was like a peaceful or calm energy it, i think it would have dissipated into the universe in a 
peaceful and calm way and wouldn't be around yeah. knocking things off shelves. I have Ruining no clue. precious moments. Dallas. I hope I never have to find out. Okay. But if undeniably I see a ghost, yeah. then all bets are off on whatever I thought dying meant. I would just, if I first cert, certain saw a ghost and right. can c- conclude it for myself, whether people believe me or not, sure. my own internal beliefs of what reality is, right. I would just be like, all right, well, I don't, I, I, nah, I don't know. I don't know. I have no clue what anything is you know we'll get out of here on this it's funny as i just thought of all the times when we're talking about something we feel uninformed about we're like guys we, we're just going off our own personal experience there are people who have probably seen ghosts yeah who are like you fuck like screaming at us hit us it's up a, it's almost like we have to say on this hey we can only talk about our personal lack of experience with ghosts yeah. so. i mean right now we're in the thick of spooktober you I guys want to hit us up during spooktoberfest you gotta do it you gotta do it now for <laughs> spooktoberfest if you want us to know about your ghost stories if you want want to debate us if you want to tell us your experience you better do it now better write that I mean, letter there's now. a lot of comics at the comic store who comic store who would be like oh they'll tell you yeah, yeah i know instagram twitter do it email do it you guys at know it the pen pals pod nice at the pen pals pod uh thanks for sending this in dave sincerely daniel van kirk and rory van kirk dude let's go Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Clam comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.